श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जय गौर नितानंद की जय गौर भक्तवृंद की जय गौर प्रेम आनंदे बोलो गुड इवनिंग एवरीवन नाइस टू बी विद यू सो एनी क्वेश्चंस from the encounters with the deity and in uh, at some point she uh, she's explained the Gornagari uh, mm-hmm. issue and he's saying that even in some uh, Gaudiya scriptures that in our lineage uh, the, this uh, aspect is present to some extent like in and also he says that in some works of Lord Chandrasthakur it is present so, so maybe you could uh, say something about that why is it there and can, can it be harmonized in some way well Gornagarbhav is um, is something that Bhaktivinoda Thakur appears to have rejected at some some point and um, either written briefly about it or, or cited someone else who has. Um, and it is rejected by Vrindavan Dastavur very strongly, who makes the point that in, in Chaitanya Bhagavad, although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, Krishna is Rasaraj, so the theory Rasaraj Gaur goes. So Krishna is Rasaraj, is Rasaraj Gore, so Rasaraj is the same Krishna, Sakshat Bhajrananandan, so he can accept all 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 approaches. He can reciprocate in kind for everyone. He tastes all rasas. And so therefore um he can be approached in Nagarbhav, which means to approach him as a gopi, for example, in from from Nadia, um, as a as a as a as a lover, hmm. this is some this is the idea of Gornagarbhav, and there are different shades of Gornagarbhav, also different types, but Vrindavandas um, is very strong, and he makes the point in Chaitanya Bhagavat that although it's true that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, he is to be worshipped, despite the fact that he's Christian, he's to be worshipped in consideration of the mood in which he appears. And so he is appearing as in pursuit of the Ashraya Lambana, rather than being the Vishaya Lambana, rather than being the object of love. He's pursuing the experience of the shelter of love, or the vessel of love, that, for example, Radha perfectly embodies. So, while you are your your Krishna is golden in form in pursuit of the bhava of Radha in, 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 in taking on her her complexion. This is the color of Madanakya Mahabhava, the molten gold. Hmm? So Sham becomes gore. Um, then if you go to him, and this is his mood, hmm, and you want to be a gopi with him, he, he's trying to be a gopi himself, <laughs> is the argument of Vrindavan Dastakur, so it would be inappropriate. That said, of course, in Nadia, Navadweep, Mahaprabhu does experience different bhavas, and at times he, he takes the role of 
of Bhagwan, and sometimes the role of a devotee is going back and forth, so forth. Hmm? But um, that said, in the Prakat Leela, in the Manifest Leela, we don't see anything like this. And anything like this would have ruined the rest of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching Leela because um, he, Grihijana Sikshaka, Nyasikula Nayaka, Thakur Bhaktivinoda sings, Grihijana Shikshaka, he was the perfect Grihasta. Hmm? Grihijana Shikshaka, he taught, hmm? he instructed by his way of being a Grihasta. And Grihijana Shikshaka, Nyasikula Nayaka, that's very nice, Nyasikula Nayaka, he's a Nayaka. Nayaka is a, is a word used in Indian aesthetics, hmm? aesthetics, um, poetry, drama, the arts, and so forth, Natya Shastra, the secular Rasa Shastra, the Nayaka is the hero. So, for example, there are 90, what is it, 96 heroes in Rasa Shastra. That's when in Ujbal Nilmani, when, when Rupa Goswami is explaining the, uh, the Vishayalambana, hmm? the object of love, Krishna, the perfect object of love, he shows how Krishna is all 96 of these uh, types of heroes in a composite. Hmm? The perfect perfect lover from the aesthetic, dramatic, poetic um, point of view. Mm. So, so, um, so, in, but in, but in Gorlila, mm. he, he's the, well, he, I was saying he's the perfect hero. He's the hero, the Nyayaka. It's a, it's a word that's depicting the lover, mm. the perfect lover, the perfect, you know, well, in this case, the, the playboy, hmm? the man who has everything, and women are just at his disposal, kind of idea. Nyasikula Nayaka. So he says, Grihijana Shikshaka Nyasikula Nayaka. He's the perfect example and teaches perfectly what is household life. And Nyasikula Nayaka, he's the Nayaka of the, of the sannyasis, the hero of the sannyasis. It's kind of an interesting way in which the word is used because the word refers to the lover but he's the lover of the sannyasis the sannyasis the hero hmm? of the sannyasis it's a it's a word that's used as a hero in a loving romantic context so the sannyasis have a romance with him hmm? so to speak yeah that is uh, um, different than an ordinary romantic love hmm? he's the perfect sannyasi also, the sannyasa of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was such that it frightened the the metaphorical, allegorical roots of the tree of bhakti. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was said to have planted a tree of bhakti, a plant, and 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 he became the trunk, became the tree itself, divided into two trunks. Nityananda and Dwayta had many branches to the many devotees. This is the section of Chaitanya Charitamrita where Kaviraj Goswami's. Has, he's introduced the philosophy through his Mongol Charan. Hmm? Now, then he speaks about how he came to write the book. Now he's introducing the players. So the branches of Nityananda, the Gadadhar, and, and so forth. And then after they've all been introduced, mentioned, then he begins the narrative of the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and so forth. So, so, <laughs> so we, we see in Gaur Leela that Mm-hmm. Um, the while he becomes the tree, so to speak, and it expands his 
Dvaita Nityananda, which is a way of saying that these are also Vishnu Tattva, these are the three Vishnus. Um, the roots have been uh, compared to, what is it, nine sannyasis, Keshava Bharati, Keshava, uh, Keshava Bharati, um, uh, Brahmananda Bharati, Brahmananda Puri, um, and so on. Uh, and these are very like elderly, uh, heavy sadhus. Hmm? The Brahmananda Bharati only wore the deer skin and... There's an issue with that in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Mahaprabhu took exception to it. And he didn't, didn't look at him, ignored him. Mahamananda Bharati began to think, oh, I'm wearing the deerskin. I must, I'm, I'm thinking, just see, I only wear a deerskin. Hmm? Mahaprabhu was understanding that, so he's chastising. Well, they were very grave, heavy, heavy people. Hmm? Much older than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He was only a young boy. He had just turned 25 when he took sannyas. Hmm? 25, 24. I know that kind of madness. I took some yes at 25. <laughs> That's a good madness. So, so they, these are the allegorical roots to the truth that's rooted in, if you will, in relation to the world, in a step back from it. That is, that is renunciation. That's the first step of love. If you want to love something, you've got to know what it is. So you have to step back from it to see see what it is and look objectively at it. If you get too close to it and you're subjectively involved, you can't see it for what it is. So we step back from the world hmm, to see it for what it is, and then we enter into it. So it's this very world-confirming uh, tradition. It's not a re- it's not really a, a world-denying tradition of renunciation, but renunciation has its place within bhakti. Hmm? So a step back to see the world for what it is, and you see though everything in relation to Krishna, and then you enter into it. And that's the whole idea of Krishna Leela, and he's doing everything. Hmm. But there's no, there's no, uh, there are no uh, karmic negative implications. Hmm. That's the lesson. So how to interact without, without, um, without attachment, without exploitation hmm, in mind, and so forth. So. These heavy uh, roots of the tree, rooted in renunciation, and it grows from there, right? Fruits of love of God, and so on and so forth. Anyway, he's the hero of the sannyasis. He frightened them hmm, by his standards of renunciation. They, they were, he's, after all, he's, he's, he's Bhagwan. Sadaishvaryapuna, sayiha Bhagavan, sasvayam, mayam, nachetanya, krishna, jagati, paratattvam, paramiha. Hmm? The, the argument of Krishna Das in his, his Bhastanade Shlok of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? He said Aishvarya Purna hmm? and Krishna himself, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is full of all opulence, six opulences, one of which is Bairagya. So he shows this to the extreme, the detachment, frightening the older sannyasis even by his by his, his standards. So, the point being that if in his early life, hmm, as a householder, hmm, hmm. what does Mahabharat say? Hmm. That He Manga Varnangas Chandanagati Sanyasaka Chamashanto Nishtashanti Parayana. The two leelas 
Grihastha Lila Nadia, which is our ideal, hmm? and the Sannyas Lila, outside of Nadia, which is the teaching Lila, to show us how to enter into Nadia, into the heart, courtyard, heart, if you will, of Srivastakur in Kirtan. Hmm? Everything outside of the the uh, house of Srivas in the development of the Sankirtan and beyond that is all teaching how to enter there. So, two divisions. Nesagrihasta in, in Nadi and he's a sannyasi in Puri and so forth in the rest of India. So, in his Rihasta life, he was a perfect example. He didn't have, he wasn't committing adultery would be the point, which would have, would have ruined, he, he, this is, he, this is Krishna. And among other things, of course, there's internal reasons for his descent, but it is Krishna in his Acharya Leela. So Krishna's become the Acharya. And very much Mahaprabhu's standard was to teach by example. He didn't write but a few verses. And his, if you see his conversions, you see it was of big people. Prakasananda, Venkatabhata, Prabodhananda. Um, all by example, practically. Said very little. At any rate, He's teaching by example, so his example as a grihasa has to be exemplary. Hmm? And so if he was known secretly, and you can't keep anything secret, <laughs> if you tell more than one person, if you, t- you don't keep it to yourself, then it's not a secret anymore. If you tell it to one person, it'll definitely be told to somebody else. Uh, so if he was secretly consorting with with, with, with women who have ruined his example as a grihasta and then what about his sannyas life that would certainly have been ruined or they would said who's this guy to take sannyas you know he's got <laughs> so it doesn't really work very well so therefore they go to this idea it's this swapna lila some kind of dream they lila, lila and it's something they create another space for it and so forth so that's, it's very elaborate kind of uh, Doctrine, but as I say, Vrindavan Das rejects it. Krishna Das also rejects it. And if you study Chaitanya Charitamrita carefully, he says that that only with, in the form of Prajendra Krishna, does Krishna engage in in uh, in Parikya and Rasa hmm, with uh, in, in, in Madhurya Rasa only in the Lila Madhurya. Hmm. So they all say, well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna, so. Right. No, but only in this form, as Prajendana, not in this form as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Again, he's trying to do the opposite there. So, of course, this is the argument against it. Hmm? And there may be others, but then some have said, right, things. So, it's, uh, I've never heard it satisfactorily kind of answered. Hmm? And this is the weak link in the whole argument that Lochandas seems to give some place to it. And his Dabamala, there's all these songs and Songs of Vasudev Gosh and others. There are these lines like this. Uh, some try to put it well. They're seeing him hmm, and seeing through his the, the sham of his being a gore, and he's actually Krishna. And so, in an internal vision, they're seeing him as Krishna and writing like this. But some of the lines are a little hard to interpret like that. Some of them. Hmm. Then there's a the question of well, it could be interpolation. These Nagari Bobs have created a whole thing. Some of them say, and Rupa and they all had secret lovers and so forth. 
They have a whole thing about it. So they made up their, their doctrine. As I say, there are different shades of it. So, so it's possible they could have inter- there could be interpolation has entered into the scripture, and, and and they've written about these things in ways to. So I've seen efforts to show that this is the real secret of secrets, the super rasa, beyond parakya, uh, uh, babalasrati, manjari bhav, is the real secret. And see, Sanatan says it here, Rupa says it here, and it's, and it's just a total stretching of the text and, and drawing something out that's that's not really there. And so, you know, if you want, they say what even the, even the devil can quote the shastra. You can make the shastra say whatever you want. But if you if you know the Siddhanta, well, then you can say, well, wait a minute here, yeah, here. You're stretching it. So I've seen that happen in modern times. Hmm? So that may be an answer. Um, in Krishnadasa's book also, Kaviraj Goswami's book, there's that line I mentioned, but he also, he doesn't mention this, this Bhava. Hmm? He mentions others. So that book is trying to harmonize all the different conceptions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that were out and about at the time. And so he gives legitimacy to some, or orthodoxy to some, but some that were there, like Gorlangarbhav, he doesn't include that in his, in his dis- dissertation there, in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So there is one line where the Kandavasis are coming to the Rathiyatra also, and he says, and they were in their own group. You know. So someone makes something out of that, that, well, that Kandavasis, these are where some of this Nagarbhav comes from. So... They were a little on the outskirts. What you find in Gaudiya Vaishnavism is a lot of tolerance. Trinata, peace, and enchantment. There's a lot of tolerance. Of course, there's a Siddhanta, too, and you have to stand up for that. But there were a lot of different conceptions. It was a new thing. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, you know, who he was, and persons were trying to figure it out. The orthodox understanding, of course, is as Rupa Goswami saw. I mean, that's what Krishnas is writing about Chaitanya Charitamrita, the vision of Rupa Goswami of who Chaitanya is. That's what you find. Hmm? In Chaitanya Charitamrita, and there's nothing. There's not. Rupa says nothing about this anywhere. You know, Sanatana, Jiva Goswami. Nothing from the Goswamis. It's all coming from the Bengal side, and there's this friction between the Bengal side and the and the Vrindavan side, in a sense that that the Bengalis want to make some of them. They're very sentimental people. They want to make more out of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, than 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 Krishna, even so to speak. So. Um, um, there was some of that. Now, whether this is part of that, you know, some people believe um, uh, that to be the case. But um, but there, I, I, there is no, you know, those are some conjectures that you can make about it. We, we don't need really to to reason about it because we, we just we follow Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami. We follow Vrindavan Das Dakwar. And that's, you know, if there's there, it's there for you. You have it and think whatever you want. But we don't entertain it. They didn't entertain it. And they spoke, especially Vrindavan Das, very strongly. I mean, he has very strong language he uses there. He's very much against it. So, yeah, again, the only weak point is that some people who are highly regarded at this time, hundreds of years later and so forth, um, said some things. Now, maybe Vrindavan Das didn't regard them that highly at that time, but, but then again, you know, they, they're people at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who showed, showed, showed special 
um, feelings for and so forth. But whether they wrote those things, that's, as I say, that's a question. Maybe that's interpolation. So, so we, we, we don't need to be too concerned about it. We, there, are, there are many sentiments. Hmm. Eventually you'd be concerned with one sentiment. That's enough. Hmm. People want to know so many things. And you know, This is one thing, big thing to know. Hmm. Be concerned with this. Hmm. Follow your Guru Bhargava. What opportunity has, has, has come before you? Hmm? Try to understand that, study carefully, and then go in that way. That's consuming. Hmm? There's not, uh, there's a little bit of modern interest in that because of, as one of my god brothers actually who left Prabhupada and kind of got into this, popularized it a little bit, but his, his, his um, character is not that good either. But some things have been written. And it's a problem that these people don't know where to go. This is the whole problem. That if you don't have a proper understanding of Guru Tattva, then it's a whole, everything becomes... There's no foundation. Where to go, what to hear. It's a, it's a huge problem. And, and Prabhupada's mission suffers tremendously from that. Unfortunately, this official mission is the worst, worst record for... for, for um, qualified spiritual um, leadership. I mean, I'm just speaking, making an objective statement about it. So it's many people are scattered here and there and taking shelter of, of made-up doctrines and, and, and some of them just, it's just open the door to any possibility and they don't have the discriminating power. They haven't been trained properly. They've been told to just read Prabhupada's books and, you know, that's not the teaching. <laughs> You know, just read Prabhupada's books. Well, that's not what Prabhupada taught. Yes, he said everything's in my books, but what's in the books? What do you read there? Hmm? Like I met a fellow once, some years back, he said uh, he said uh, that I had a dream. It was very profound. He was not an initiated devotee. And he wanted to share with me. I said, well, okay, go ahead. And then the dream Prabhupada came, and I asked him, I, I saw him in the dream, and he looked at me and he said, he motioned like this, and there was a wall full of books. He said, just read my books. All questions will be answered. And there was a dream he wanted to tell me that. They said, that's why I don't accept the guru. Hmm? I said, well, did you read them? Did <laughs> 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 you read them? <laughs> you, you, you might have noticed there's a few things in there that uh, you're not doing right now, like you don't have a guru, <laughs> but, uh, and so forth. And, and, and of course... Krishna's Kaviraj in his in his Namaskar Shlok of Chaitanya Charjanbiti says Bande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito Gurudai Pushpabanto Chitro Samdo Tamanado. In explaining that he says the Samdo hmm, that means great benediction. Hmm, Tamanado it 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 the benediction of Gaur Nityananda is like the rising of the sun and the moon at the same time, which would be extraordinary. Hmm. And um, so great luminaries um, that can only be compared to such and that doesn't do, do justice because they dispel the darkness of the heart dharnam kaitava it's called kaitava dharma projita kaitavutra paramoniya matsaranam satam Bhagavatam picks up right where the Gita ends sarvadharman prithyaja mamikam saranam sarvadharman prithyaja dharma projita kaitava same, same, same sentence, practically. Hmm? 
rejects the Dharma, which means the desire for having, really, hmm? for having, for you know, for knowing. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, moksha it means hmm? reject this and what take shelter of Krishna and bhakti. Bhakti is just to give shraddha. Hmm? Shraddha and sharanagati they they correspond. So. So Krishna says that this kaitava in the heart, the desires for dharma, artha, kama, moksha, mancha, the desires for these things, this is like the darkness, and their blessing dissipates the darkness on the one hand and gives something in its, in its stead. The most luminous thing, that is bhakti, prem bhakti, some do, so a do means like to give a benediction, some completely. They give the most complete uh, benediction. And then he explains, how do they give this bhakti? Hmm? Hmm? They give it through two, um, two uh, agents. Hmm? The Granta Srimad Bhagavatam, the great book, great scripture Srimad Bhagavatam, and that's one kind of Bhagavata. And this is where the idea of two Bhagavatas comes from. And the person Bhagavata. Hmm? Person Bhagavata. Who understands the Bhagavata. Hmm? Hmm. So you can't just take the books. You need both. Hmm? People say, well, I'll take both, but I want the person Bhagavata. I want the Uttamadikari. Hmm? Where am I going to find the Uttamadikari? Should I continue or answer your question? That's a question based off of what you're saying. If you, uh, if they're not um, Tavadarshan, if they aren't self-realized, how can they understand Bhagavan book if they're not actually they can't. self-realized? Well, we, they can't, so you need, a, you need someone to understand. You need a self-realized master to take Diksha from. If you're just a sadhaka, if you don't have, if you're still not near going and you're under everything, it almost takes a sadhu to realize a sadhu. Uh-huh. Well, it takes one to know one. There's some truth to that. But um, there are some things that have been said that can very much help you. Hmm? And, for example, there are some ways in which we can talk about advanced devotees that will not be that helpful for you because you can't see the things. Hmm? If I say that the Uttam Bhagwat sees Krishna everywhere and everything and everything in Krishna, well... That's fine, but you can't see that. Theoretically, it's there, but I have no beyond the actual experience that they're experiencing Krishna. Well, it's subjective. Yeah. You can't see their subjective experience. Mm-hmm. So it's not that useful of an explanation in terms of finding a guru, but it's, it's worth saying, nonetheless, and the Bhagavad says that. But let's, let's, let's take a couple of terms, for example. Let's take Uttamadikari. Prabhupada says somewhere, maybe Upadesh Amrita, one should have an Uttamadikari as one's, one's guru. If you get guidance from the Madhyam, then it will be insufficient. Yeah. So if I want to get to Texas, I don't ask somebody who lives in L.A. So you should be careful, he says, to take initiation from an Uttamadikari. So let's take the term Uttamadikari. So the first thing we would do, what is Uttamadikari? It's the topmost level of service. Where does the term come? The term comes in, 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 in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Hmm? Okay, where does it come in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu? comes in the second chapter. What's the subject there? The subject is Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti. Hmm? 
and then it will turn to Raganuga Sadhana Bhakti. This is the chapter. This is what the chapter is about. Hmm? So when he begins to speak about bhakti, he speaks about what? Eligibility for bhakti. Bhakti is a path, and there's certain criterion or eligibility that you must have in order to tread the path. Hmm? That's what it means, eligibility, adhikari. So this is the subject. This is where the term uttam adhikari comes. And so he begins, he says, what, shastre jukto hmm? chanipuna. Hmm? He's describing uttam adhikari. Adhikari means the person who is most eligible to tread the path. Hmm? The, the principal qualification is faith. Hmm? And that may be also, loba mai faith for rag bhakti, faith with an ideal for for Vrindavan bhakti, for example. So it applies to rag bhakti as well as Vaidhi bhakti. But the adhikari, hmm, the person who's eligible, he has adhikar, and who is the most eligible to tread the path, hmm, hmm, is uttam adhikari. How is he characterized? Shastre jukto chanipuna. Hmm? He or she can engage in what we call Shastrayukti. Hmm? Shastrayukti means, Chiba Goswami is explained, for example, in Purushottam Tantra, he cites, in his Sarvasambhadani commentary on Satsandarbha, that <laughs> he, he explains that the Uttam Praman, hmm? Praman means evidence. We hear that the best evidence is not your senses because they may deceive you. With reason, you may extend essential experience, but that also will not be complete. So there are some things that cannot be known by the equipment that we have that can only come from revelation. Hmm? And the faith in this, faith in Shastra, Shastriya Shraddha, is what qualifies us for bhakti. Hmm? Therefore, when we ask questions, if we have Shastriya Shraddha, when the, when the teacher gives the answers from Shastra hmm, and reasons about it and so forth, then our doubt should go away. If we want it, want it to say something else, hmm, hmm. then we don't have Shastriya Shraddha. We have Lokik Shraddha. Hmm. We want to abuse the Shastra. Then he'll give the answers. And you, well, I'll give it from here, give it from here, from here. We'll do that right now on this issue, for example. Okay, so Shastra Yukte. He means, it means who has, well, he says, he says, Uttam Praman, the supreme form of Praman is not Shastra, hmm? revelation, but Shastra and the reasoning about Shastra by those who are qualified to do that, who can extend and explain the argument, extend the argument, explain, unfold it, so to speak, hmm? who can reason about it in such a way that its implications from different sides and uh, different angles are played out. It can give examples over and over again about the same point to explain it and make it clear. Hmm? Hmm? Well, that's a tattva vid, yeah, but that's uh, that's another word. But it, but it, the term from Bhaktivedanta Siddhanta I'm citing is Shastra Yukti. It means Yukti means logic. Hmm? So logic that that really uh, explains the scriptural argument. Hmm? And in different times and circumstances, so it has relevance and uh, and, and appeal hmm? um, uh, in, in relation to current themes and thoughts and and so forth. It's not just, in other words, it's not just memorized some verses. 
type of a person. So, Shastra Yukte Chanipuna, Shastra Nipuna. It means scriptural genius. Scriptural genius means, can make, give those kind of answers that, it means a couple of things. I mean, this is along the same lines. Can do Shastra Yukti, scriptural genius. Along the lines I would explain, but also can mean who gives those kind of answers, like Prabhupada. In the spiritual world, you know, what happens after they eat? And he would say, why don't you go there and find out? That's Shastra Nipuna. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spiritual, scriptural genius, you know, like. You, you think too much, you know. So, Shastri Yukte, Shastri Yukto Chanipuna, Sarvata Drudanischaya. And so, very firm in his or her convictions, and Prodashadha, very deep faith. Hmm? So, he comes to the word Shraddha, deep faith, deep and abiding faith. Then, at the end of the chapter, of course, this is revisited slightly where he says, Rupa Goswami says, those who can engage in Shastra Yukti, they have ruchi. Hmm? Hmm. They have a taste for it. They have a feeling for it. It's not medicine for them. It's food for them. It's been, they're being nourished by that. And so they have energy to give back from that. Before it becomes food in ruchi bhakti, it's medicine. Hmm? So you don't have that much to give. You're undernourished. You're, 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 you're taking medicine. You're trying to get cured. In Ruchi, hmm, this is when real spiritual desire comes. One's not concerned about birth and death. One's got, is, is characterized principally by attachment to bhakti and marginally by detachment from everything else in the world. Hmm? Therefore, the, he says, who cares about the Jagadishwar? Get rid of him. The Paramat, we're not concerned with. Now he's moving in the direction of an object of love that corresponds with his, his particular and specific taste for bhakti. Hmm? This is Shreya Kairava Chandrika Bhattaram. Coming from that side, this is the beginning. Hmm? And so, uh, Praptanukul, uh, these kind of uh, uh, Anukul Abhilas, Praptabhilas, these kind of desires start to come in the heart of the jiva. They're otherworldly hmm, for serving Krishna a particular way, favorably, and so forth. So, who has ruchi? This is to making an extreme. To that, per- the more he has ruchi, the more she or he can do Shastra Yukti because they're, they're like fluent in, the, in, in, in their living. Hmm? They're starting to live in the Bhagavad, which is what you're talking about. Hmm? They're living it. It's not a, it's not a book that's over here. Hmm? It's everywhere. And... And, and they're experiencing it. So this person, he says, this is the most pers- qualified person to tread the path. Hmm? This is about sadhana. <laughs> so very highly qualified person. It means within sadhana, someone who's attained ruchi, asakti, these are the later stages of bhakti. Hmm? Let's use another term. This is uttamadikari. Hmm? So we, if, if, if you want to say Prabhupada said this, we're going to go exactly what Prabhupada says, then let's exactly look what the term means. Because who knows what somebody thinks it means when they quote it. Hmm? And there's all kinds of ideas out there. Though. It means somebody who's, you know, well, dancing with the gopis, you know, perhaps. Or, uh, well, the thing that I hear repeatedly is that the Lumad Kari is still Luna and is no longer affected by the problems of material Now let me go on. Here's the same, let's use the term, people could say whatever they want. I've just defined from Shastra what Uttamadikari is. 
Hmm? So, people can say whatever they want. It means this, it means that. But this is what the Shastra says. So we stick with that. Then, let's use the term pure devotee. That's a popular one. Hmm? Shuddha Bhakta. So what is a Shuddha Bhakta? Hmm? Hmm? There are all kinds of Shuddha Bhaktas. Hmm? There are all kinds of Uttam Bhaktas. Because what we teach, what Rupa Goswami is teaching is Shuddha Bhakti, also his own term, Uttam Bhakti. So there's Uttam Bhakti of the sadhana kind, there's Uttam Bhakti of Bhava kind, and there's Uttam Bhakti or Shuddha Bhakti of the Prema type. Hmm? Now, at the same time, Shuddha means pure, so we can also look at it well, because they're on the path of Uttam Bhakti. Hmm? They've embraced Anyabhilashi Dasunyam. They're not pure, but they've embraced the path. This is their ideal, so they're on the path as a sadhaka, or as a bhava-bhakta, or as a prema-bhakta. Hmm? But then if we just look at the word shuddha as pure, pure means the pure heart. Hmm? means no desire, right? Hmm? Therefore, in Bhakti Tattvivek, Bhakti Vinodhaka explains, the shuddha-bhakta, this is a ruchi. Because, nadanam, nadanam, nasundarim. It's not like nishta, hmm? In Ishta, there's some desire maybe there, but the bhakti is strong enough that it doesn't get a chance to fructify. But, it's, but the desires are there. Hmm? But in, in, in Ruchi bhakti, the desires are gone. Hmm? He has no desires for the world. He's really not a resident of the world. Still, he's a sadhaka. But you have to understand, the sadhaka deha hmm, is, is something that is... It was a material body, it's becoming spiritualized. Hmm? So his senses, her senses are only in touch with sense objects for the purpose of serving Krishna. Taste is there. This person is safe. This person can help us. This person is Uttamanikari. This person is a, is a Shuddha Bhakta. Hmm? By the definition of the scripture. Let's use another term, Mahabhagwata. Okay, there's a good one. What about that? Mahabhagwata. Jiva Goswami describes three types of Mahabhagwatas in Bhakti Sandarbha. Hmm? Murchita Chai Kashai, um, Nirduta Kashai, and Bhagavad Parshada Praptadeha. Hmm? And he gives three examples. Hmm? Three examples. Murchita Kashai means that the example is Narada. Narada left home. His mother died. He turned the house into the funeral pyre, burnt it up, went, traveled. And in the forest, he was... Um, meditating, chanting, and he got the darshan of Krishna. Hmm? And Krishna disappeared. Hmm? This is Muchtakashaya. This is the example. Hmm? That he wasn't completely purified. Hmm? There were some trace elements there of conditioning, very high and subtle influence of sattva. He liked the forest. Krishna called him Kuyogi. <laughs> You're attached to the forest. It's like, I've, got, I've given that, I like the forest. So, Kuyogi. So, so it, means, it means he had some little, but it did not, was not able to affect his bhakti. Hmm? It's like if you, let's say you have, um, you know, a box of camphor, a little silver box, you have camphor, you take all the camphor out. Close the box, open it up, still smell the camphor, but there's no camphor there. Hmm? So the idea that Rupa Goswami is giving when describing this kind of person, this kind of devotee, is one type of Mahabhagavata. Hmm? He's not fully 
uh, liberated, but he's he's beyond return. Hmm? Then, uh, near Dutukashai, near Dutukashai, the example is Sukadeva Goswami. Hmm? Sukadeva Goswami, completely liberated. Hmm? The example of Bhagavat uh, Parshad Prapteya means who's got his spiritual form, who's attained his spiritual form, is again Narada, hmm? who in Bhagavatam 6 Chanto is given a spiritual form by Krishna with his Veena and so forth. So these are three types of Mahabhagavatas. So if you want to take shelter of a Mahabhagavata, well, you've got three types to look for. I'll give you another example. Pujapat Sridhar Maharaj used to talk about it like this. One has two feet there and extends one foot here. Hmm? One has one foot here and one foot is extended there. Hmm? The other has two feet here, but his eyes are only there. Hmm? Something that all these people, if you can get in touch with anybody in any of these categories that I've described, Shuddha Bhakta, a Murchita Kashai, Nirduta Kashai, Bhagavad Prapta, you, you, it'd be hard to find that one. It's an art. He's moving around in his spiritual body with his vena. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't walk on the ground, you know, that's what he picked. So, so I mean, there's, there's other ways to think about that. But anyway, any of these people is the point. Hmm? Any, any, any Shuddha Bhakta, Ruchi Bhakta, any, any Uttam Adhikari in the way in which I've explained it. Hmm? These people would be of immense help to you. You'd run to take shelter of such persons. The famous verse of Bhagavatam, of course, that the Goswami cite, it's very practical. What is a guru? You, you, one should take shelter of a guru. Hmm? What does it say? That Tasmad Guru Prapadjeta Jignasu Shreyutam. It's very nice because it's, it answers the question. In two ways. First way is by explaining the, the disposition of the disciple that will that will enable the disciple or the prospective disciple to see how will you look for a guru. So, and this is the answer because you can think, okay, I want to have a nutamadakarya, Mahabhagavata, a Shuddha bhakta, a pure devotee. Uh, you know, he's a, a nityasiddha, Shuddha money, you know, whatever. You can make all kind of you know nice words about it. So this, I want that guru, and I'm cautious in my approach because there's a lot of false gurus, and someone can get into that space. I can understand there are a lot of false gurus out there. And so I'm going to go, and I'm going to. I got my list. They've got to be like this. They've got to be like this. And this, you will not find a guru like that. That's not the way the shastra teaches. You will definitely find fault anywhere. You can find fault in Prabhupada, Sri Maharaj, Rupa Goswami. I can show you how to do it if you want. You know, it's not what I might teach, but but you can do it <laughs> if you look like that. Because why? Because this is kind of a reason, rational approach, and spiritual life does not answer to reason. That if you want to go there by reason, you will be repelled. Reason will take the is is material, so it will take the life at it. It's like a vulture flies high in the sky, but it's only looking for dead things. Reason seems to go very high, but it's it's mundane. It's not that we put on the. It's not to guide us. We have to use reason, but we have to use reason to understand its limitations and know that there's another vehicle for going. 
And that's faith. Well, where do I get faith? Here's where you get faith. And this is what the, this is what the verse that the Goswami say. Tasmat guru prapadita jignasu uttamam. Once you take shelter of a guru, who? First says, who is the person? What is the qualifications of the disciple? It doesn't say, he's very intelligent, very careful, learned all this stuff so he can pick the right one. No. That person has a burning necessity. Jignasu shre uttamam. He has an inquiring spirit and he, he, he wants to inquire about a comprehensive solution to the problem of, problems of life. He wants to end it. He is coming like this with, as Sridhar Maharaj put it, without cutting a return ticket. Hmm? I'm looking like that with a real necessity. Hmm? I know one thing. I need help. Hmm? You have to kind of bottom out, right? You know, to know, well, I really need help. So the person, the more that we can feel like that, the more we are in a position to, we're in a teachable moment. The teaching is available. The truth is available. How you will see it. People saw Krishna and they found fault in him. Hmm? Paul had 100 and, what is it, 101 faults he found. After 101, he had his head cut off with the Sudarshan Chakra. You know, he was, you know, knew Krishna from, you know, early days and he had, he had nothing good to say about him. Hmm? So, so this, the, the Bhagavatam, this is the verse that Goswami's quote most consistently, repeatedly, about finding what's the qualities of a guru. And it begins with the qualities of a disciple. And it's speaking about a real necessity. Hmm? Like myself, I mean, when I uh, began to pursue spiritual life, and I mean, that's the first thing. I've got to have a guru. I've got to have a teacher. I gotta... And, you know, so, well, you, see, you want to be cautious, but then again, if you get one that works to some extent, you can get another one too. That's also there. But you got that's necessity, that teachable moment. This is hard to get. Hmm? It's very valuable. So we want to know what the qualifications of the guru is. But the first thing is, well, do you know the qualifications of the disciple? Hmm? What are the qualifications of the teacher? What are the qualifications of the student? So this kind of necessity. And it's, 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 we've got to be careful because in today's world, there have been so many problems in some, some groups hmm? with spiritual authority that people become a little callous. Hmm? I understand it. I empathize with it. I, 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 they become a little callous. And uh, and so they're a little skeptical about authority and so forth, and for good reason. But but it, it's a problem. I mean, what the society is supposed to do is grow a faithful environment, hmm? a faithful environment that that's where there's always a teachable moment, so that more can come. Hmm? So we have to try to cultivate this ourselves and know we, that we have a real necessity. Anyway, then he says, what? It's very practical. He says, who is the guru then? Hmm? Is what I've said earlier. Shastre, Yukto, Chanipuna, and so forth, of Rupa Goswami. This person, Shabde Pare. He or she, Nishnatam. Nishnatam means in great detail, with insight, and so knows the scriptural argument, the theory. Hmm? Sometimes, as you know, I know the theory pretty well, so I present the theory, and, and somebody says, Well, yo, so you read some books. You know, and, you know, well, you know it, it, it takes more than reading the books. You gotta have a feel. I, I read them because I have a feel for them, you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, and, and the realization should correspond with the theory. So, we, we can't really objectify the realization in such a way. I can't, you know, 
you can't enter into my subjectivity entirely, so or whomever. So the guru should externally hmm, show that they're acquainted with comprehensively with with the theory. Hmm. That's a good beginning. So subje pare chanishnatam. Subje pare pare means Bhagawan. So he, he says a theistic understanding of the of the of the sacred text, and that understanding is is very comprehensive, very thorough. That means what? Because the guru, why? Because the guru has to answer the questions. We should come and sit before the guru and doubt. That's what we should do. And his or her business is to clear the doubts. And how to clear the doubts? By citing the Shastra, because who comes is supposed to have Shastriya Shraddha. Faith that I can't answer the questions of life myself on the strength of my intellect, um, mind, senses, and so forth. I need help. That to know comprehensively, perfectly, I have to have a perfect way of knowing. And this is the perfect way. Hmm? That it may choose to reveal itself to me, then I can know. If the finite wants to know the infinite, how will it be possible? Only if the infinite chooses to reveal itself will it be possible. So, let me finish. He says, so, so that person can answer the, the doubts. Of course, as I say, he answered with Shastra. If you don't have Shastra Shraddha, then it's not going to satisfy your, 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 your inquiry is not going to be satisfied. Hmm? So, then what? And Brahmani uh, Upashama Ashraya, these two things. Upashama Ashraya. Hmm? It's very practical. Upashama means, it means um, who has transcended human passions. Upashama. Hmm? <coughs> who has, has equilibrium with regard to Calm, crowed, loba, hmm? and he, he is sheltered in. And these are, what I would say, observable characteristics. We should sit with the guru. So we see, well, you know, he's not overtaken by anger, by lust, by greed. Practical things that you can see. So they give a very practical explanation. Hmm? If they can answer, if he can answer all your doubts, has very good character. Hmm? Hmm? And the doubts are such that they can be answered by Shastra because you have Shastriya Shraddha. Or he can create faith. Prabhupada tried to do that, create faith in Shastra. That was, you could say it was one of his first, you know, we have, this, we have the, the books and, you know, they're, they're perfect and they give you all the answers. It's kind of a simple way of talking about it. But, but, um, but either you, he creates the Shastriya Shraddha or you come with Shastriya Shraddha and then then your questions can be answered, your doubts can be cleared. And as the doubts are cleared, well, suspicion, that, that leads to suspension. We are, our, Krishna says in the Gita, ashraddho ayam purusha, a person is their faith. So, if we have doubts, then we, we, can't, we, we can't really move. We're, we're, we're suspended. So, if the doubts are moved, if they're cleared, hmm, then there should be movement hmm? in the direction of, well, that's right, I agree with that, it's true, that's true, so now we go forward. Now that's another question, another question, another question. But if I answer the questions or the guru answers the questions again, he goes, right, the next morning it's the same question again, you know, slightly different, and the next morning, it's, 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 that night it's answered around the fire, the next morning it's, yeah, it was good, but, you know, I was thinking, it's the same, you know, more or less the same question come from another angle and so forth, and you realize... There's an emotional problem here. He doesn't have Shastriya Shraddha. I, uh, it's, it's not within my jurisdiction. He doesn't have that Jignasu uh, Shreyutam. So what can be done? But people think they do, of course. Hmm? 
I only want to know the, you know, the truth. Well, I'm, you know, here I'm answering it from this book and this book and this book and this book, and explaining the logic and how they all work together, and quotes are all taken from places that are dealing with the subject itself and so forth. Well, you know, did my part. You know, if you don't have that, <laughs> so that's kind of um, what we're uh, dealing with, and and so sometimes I think in the community, larger community today of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, people have been disappointed in ways that are, that are very unfortunate and extreme. And um, so there's a reaction. The reaction to a problem is not a solution. So we need to correct ourselves if we find ourselves in that situation. Hmm? And it's hard, but, you know, you come try to find Sangha, um, learn, ask questions. Hopefully you get somebody with some patience who take the time to, to try to um, clear your doubts. Give it some time. I mean, this is what your time is for, really. We should have a burning desire. I mean, and, and, and you should also know, we should know, that the shortage can only be on our side. It can't be on the other side. Hmm? Because, Krishna says, hey, when there's a problem, hmm, here with, with regard to the dissemination of the teachings, let's say, in Iskon. After Prabhupada left, there was, a, there, was, there was some problems, questions about the dissemination of the teachings, how it will go on, what exactly the teachings are with regard to certain topics and so forth. It only became relevant in our guru, not my guru, in his absence. In his presence, it wasn't so real, like Shiksha Guru. It didn't, wasn't an issue for us because Prabhupada was our Shiksha Guru and Diksha Guru and, and so forth. So it became, oh, what's that? And how do we work with that? And, you know, there can be two gurus. How can he do that? You know, and the, this kind of thing. So, so anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the solution when times like this occur? Krishna gives a very simple answer, and it's right there in Bhagavad Gita. Well, abam praptam paramparad. That's what it means. One after another. Now they try to do away with that. You know, do away with the paramparad. Well, that's the solution that Krishna gives. People say, well, what would Prabhupada say today? Well, it's so simple. You ask the representative. You know, we were par and par, that's what he would say today. In this time, in this circumstance, that's what the whole... So you have to understand that exists. Hmm? Krishna says that exists. Krishna says that is his solution. You can try to make this solution and that solution and say, well, we don't have any great gurus, so we're going to call it a management team, you know, and then we're going to put the gurus under there and make sure they don't do anything wrong. So then, you know, and if they do, it won't be a problem because we've already told you they might do something wrong, so we're... You know, it's just like you change all teaching, you know. It doesn't matter. You've got to get a guru because it doesn't matter if he leaves because you know, after all we can, it's always Prabhupada and, you know, all these kind of things. It's all just because the real solution is not at hand. If it's not at hand within your group, look somewhere else. I mean, the fact of the matter is it was not at hand in a comprehensive way in Prabhupada's mission after his departure. And out of nowhere, except out of the lotus mouth of Prabhupada, of course, hmm? came the directive, look over there, if you have any questions of philosophy. See, my godbrother, B.R. Sridhar Maharaj of Navadvip. You know, it wasn't like, some people say, well, he didn't make a big case about it. He didn't write anything about that. He didn't emphasize that. No, he, you're right, he didn't. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference. Krishna's two Bhagavan Svayam is one line, you know, out of 18,000 slokas, and the whole Bhagavatam revolves around it. Hmm? So you don't have to say much. What is the time? What is the circumstance? How it comes out? And, and whether he even was, how clearly he was thinking about it. And, but there it is. Hmm? And if you follow that line, you found a person 
so qualified. I mean, not only qualified in the ways I've spoken of, hmm, but but also in terms of knowing our guru, you know, living with Prabhupada for six years, knowing about his mission, Prabhupada repeatedly trying to find ways here and there to give his students the opportunity to hear from Sridhar Maharaj, which circumstance didn't allow often. Um, but in some instances still it went on with Prabhupada, under Prabhupada's auspices and blessing and directives and so forth. And so um, it, that just happened to be the way it happened. And then some people, of course, went against him and so forth. And that's just the worst thing you can do. And then that's like an atom bomb and nuclear, you know, what do you call it? Radioactivity is still going around. <laughs> I mean, this is the one thing we're told in the scripture, that if you do this one thing, this Vaishnava Parad, that's the worst case scenario. And if you do it, there's different ways to do it. You can do it with your mind, with your body, hmm? uh, with your well, with your words, with your mind, let's say, or with your body, with actions. And you can do it to less advanced devotees, intermediate devotees, or superlative devotees. So if you do it with your body, hmm, to a superlative devotee, you got the worst case scenario. If you make a if you make a meeting and say, "Let's hire some gundas to assassinate Sridhar Marsh," that's not a good idea hmm? for the well being of your of your group. Hmm? So it, it's arguably um, can, could could cause some difficulties down down the road. And Krishna's, when Krishna, when Sridhar Marsh saw those kind of things, he said, "I fear for the future of this country." Cracked at the foundation, it will become a shadow sampradaya. That was 1982. That's like 82, 92, 40 years ago, 42 years ago, isn't it? 32? 32. 32. Math was never my subject, but 32 years ago. I mean, that's what's happened. Be honest with you. It's a sad story, but so unfortunate. But, um, but my point is, misrepresentation can only be present if there's something to misrepresent. And Krishna says, that something is always present. So there's no shortage on Krishna's part to bring us to guidance, good guidance. Good guidance exists. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, one who thinks that there is not a qualified devotee in the world to guide me is an atheist. Mm-hmm. And Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur says, the tendency in Kali Yuga will be, always, to put emphasis on the previous acharyas. Mm-hmm to the point of dismissing current acharyas. Hmm? You take Prabhupada, for example. I mean, we didn't have hundreds of people telling us, he went all over the world, you know, he distributed so many books and opened so many temples, he's a Mahabhagavad, he's just some guy, you know, from India. <laughs> <laughs> we had to exercise our faith. People say, well, if Prabhupada was here, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd just, I'd just get initiated. It's not how it worked for me. Hmm? I had to, like, search my heart, really want guidance, then I could see something in him that other people couldn't. Plenty of people couldn't. Plenty of people associated with in, in India, and even some godbrothers, we were inimical to him even. Hmm? Um, plenty of people in America didn't, didn't see him either. So Some people had some burning necessity, and there it was, so it worked. Now it's... So you don't... Yeah, it's not, it's, that's not how you find a guru. You have to have the burning necessity. But anyway, the point is... the. There is guidance is available. It's not. There's no shortage on Krishna's side to provide. He says, "Megida, I provide it." Hmm? When there's problems like this, then I provide by my parampara system. So somebody else or some other devotees, 
somewhere, and they could come from anywhere. Sridhar Maharaj is an example. Hmm? Sridhar Maharaj asked some of us to carry on, to initiate, and so forth. So some of us are doing like that. And there are other groups, and so forth, and, and so on. But, you know, to think that it's not available, that's your, that's your first mistake. Hmm? So then, look for it. Hmm? Hmm? With openness to the, to the idea that, according to Shastra, it's available. So... I should look and see and find and hear, listen with my heart and ask good questions and use my reasoning entirely, but you, and you use your doubts by voicing them. Find someone that you can voice them to and see if that person can clear your doubts. You had a further doubt? I was thinking about Lakshmino Thakur when he was uh, considering taking initiation and he was going through a lot of doubts because he couldn't find anyone who felt qualified. And he ended up taking Diksha um, I can't remember the... the Bipin Bihari Goswami, yeah. And um, I heard that he, uh, after the fact of taking initiation, he had some debate on uh, philosophical issues. And then uh, Bhaktisila actually went to defeat him on these philosophical differences. And I also have read that this Prabhu engaged in smoking tobacco. And so that's obviously not like Bhakti Prakashwami was talking to me about this a little bit. And so I was wondering, like at this point, if Bhakti Vinotakur, you're saying that a pure devotee is basically always available, and even I know whenever Bhakti uh, or uh, Abhichandra was told by his friends that there's this sadhu speaking, and he said, well, who is this sadhu? He's probably smoking cigarettes and chanting Hare Krishna because he was just so burnt out from the incessant flow of cheaters that ultimately it's almost logical to assume everybody's a fake to a certain extent because that's what you're lined up with. And then you see like uh, Prabhupada's complete disgust with the Gaudiya Mah and that's why he kind of like, backed out with Tirch uh, Maharaj who controlled the Bhagavad Bazaar and all these things and he became disgusted. So this Pie in the sky idea that there's just these. No, no. No, wait, wait, no, wait. It's not pie in the sky. It's the Bhagavad Gita. You have to understand. It's Bhagavad Gita says this. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, I have a system, it's called Parampara, and I use this system to keep my teachings intact. But isn't there also gaps in time where there's not a Buddha Mari on the planet? Or actually. Not that I know of. Like, like, like if the book Bhagavad's there, does there have to be the person Bhagavad? According to Chaitanya Charitamrita. That's what Krishna does, Kaviraj Goswami teaches. That's what Shastra teaches. If we accept Chaitanya Charitamrita, yes. You have to understand. You have to understand. Let's just take this point. Let me try to focus on it for a second. The idea of a book without the person. The book, can can you read a book and misunderstand it? Obviously. Right? But saying to his disciples that you're not self-realized, why do you have any business giving Vasha to Prabhupada and Bhagavad Gita? So, who's self-realized to realize book Bhagavad? That's my question. Is it the Lumadakari who's... Who's qualified? A genius that, is, is that the person who's qualified to, to yeah. understand these? Sure, sure. The point I'm making, though, is that the book is a passive agent of divinity. Hmm? It can't ask you, do you understand? It can't go after you in the way that the teacher can. When you go to school to learn physics, you don't just get a book on physics, you get a physics teacher, and he teaches you what the book says, because on your own, it would be difficult to understand. I mean, and this is a bigger subject than physics. 
And so everywhere, 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 throughout all the Shastra. I agree that you need the physical person, but I'm saying... Right, okay. So they can't just have the book. So you asked me, could we, couldn't, couldn't we just have the book? No, you're clear on that. How can you identify the person? Who's self-realized enough to understand the Bhagavad Gita to give like a full basha like an acharya or something like that? Well, you know, let's say for example, I wrote a commentary in the Bhagavad Gita. Read it. How do you, how, you see, how does someone decide, how does someone become a guru? You want to know how someone becomes a guru? They preach. And they set an example. And as a result of that, people come forward and say, you're my guru. Hmm? So, someone could say, who are you to write a Bhagavad Gita? Well, read it and find out. Hmm? If you don't like it, fine. Go find some other edition. But read it and find out. See if it works for you. See if it's, it's, if it's giving Gaudi of Aishnamism. There's, there's no, like... You know, you 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 can't have got to be careful looking for like some kind of mathematical computer printout kind of solution to the problem. There is some subjectivity involved here. That's why some people are here, some people are over there, some people are over there, and they like this swami or that swami and so forth. And some of them are good, and some of them are not, and that's just unavoidable. Hmm? There's 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 no. I was saying what I'm saying. There's no foolproof method that I'm just going to go like this. And I'm never going to make a mistake. You might make mistakes, but you better go and look for guidance because as you yourself have said now, I think, if I understood you correctly, you agree that you need a guru. Hmm? Exactly. Right? But I don't necessarily... What will you expect to see in a guru? Well, I don't think I'm... First, I don't think I'm qualified to appreciate a guru because I'm obviously in a lot of rooms. Um, and I don't understand the actual... But you understood what I said about it, right? I said, well, based off what Rupa Goswami said, Rupa Goswami said about Adhikudamadakari, it's just someone who's eligible to want to tread the path. And maybe I had a little bit more finite ideal of a guru being basically, I can't quote Shastrik shlokas about Nirguru and stuff like that, but I have a bunch of notes about that. But I was basically having a little bit more of a finite idea that a guru was basically liberated. You know. Yeah, he is, of course. And you're, you give an uh, example of the camper in Narada Muni. And so obviously, if I could find someone like Narada Muni who has all the camper out of the case, then taking dictionary from that person would be, you know, a, a, a great boon. Well, how will you find them? Uh, well, obviously, I have to search sincerely. Yeah, you have to go and sit, and you have to ask, and you have to inquire, hmm? And, 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 and study under a person who might be such a candidate in your mind. It's a limited service of such a person. Yeah, you, 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 if you think such a person might be such a person, <laughs> then, <laughs> then you have to go and listen to them. A idea. Then you have to go and ask questions, and, 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 and they have to answer you. So like, I've been careful to answer your questions everywhere by citing the scripture and giving explanations. Now, you know... Um, um, uh, obviously, no matter how um, objectively we try to uh, detail the characteristics of a guru, there's going to be some subjective element involved in one's perception. That's uh, unavoidable. But, the, but you know, really, 
the, the person who's the guru, you will know when, when your heart is satisfied. Hmm? Hmm? I like the answers. That's a good answer. That Yes, that makes sense. The, the scripture says this. This makes sense. It feels good. If it feels good, do it. Hmm? That's the teaching. That's Gaudiya Vaishnavism. I know it may sound strange, <laughs> but that's it. If it feels good, do it. Hmm? Not if it feels good. It feels good. And I've had people say this to me, this feels really good, it was a really good talk, I'm really inspired, but. <laughs> but, and the but, the but is, but it's not supposed to be happening over here, it's supposed to be happening over there. Or, but, you know, but you're not in, in this group, or, but, but there's not supposed to be people like, that can do this to me, I mean, other than Prabhupada. Hmm? And so I kind of laugh at it, and you did too. I mean, but, and I tell him, but that's the whole problem. So you have some thing you got to get over here. Hmm? It's unfortunate, you know. You got a sung scar that's that's getting in the way. Hmm? It feels good. Do it. There's no buts. You do. Hmm? But, hmm? but it's not. So, I think I wasn't. I, you know. So I mean, but ultimately, yes, the, 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 you know, you can we can give an external criterion and explain it, and however we break that down, I've given several ways to think about it from scripture. Still, it's subjective. What does it mean? He has good character, and he's you know, I mean, you're not going to watch him day night and sleeping, and you know, <laughs> okay, you know, how's he doing here? You know, what's he dreaming about? You know, let's get the thing on his. So you know, but but if he can. Or she can make a heart, you know, happy and illumined and feel confidence for, for for progressing and taking the bhakti, and so then we then so we start to do that. And we we find there's a, the more good answers, there's more good answers to every to different subjects and so forth. And so you know, you're like, like you know, right now you're listening to me. So you read you read some of my books and you see if you like them. If you find things in them that encourage you, then 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 you should go forward with that. Hmm? You find things in and they go, mm, I don't know about this. Then you come and ask. Okay. Hmm? So, Marge, you said this, but I don't know, you know, this sounds like off the wall. If it feels good, do it. I mean, come on. So then you come and, come and ask and you see if you get good questions consistently and so forth. And, and uh, that's just very, very, very practical. But you have to give yourself the chance. I'm not saying you have to come to me, I have to talk to me or read my books or anything. I have no qualms with you do or if you don't. Hmm? I'm sure I can help you. I have no doubt about that. But you do have to help yourself too. So I've kind of tried to talk about it in such a way that puts some of the onus on your on yourself. Uh, I think you're you're a sincere person. I think it's kind of silly to say I'm not qualified to, to understand the guru. I mean you're a sincere person, you're a devotee, you, you want to be a devotee, you've identified with Gaudiya Vaishnavism, you this is your your ideal, you live Probably pretty pretty simply and so forth, and you'd love nothing more than to have a good guru and progress in Krishna consciousness happily, and that's what you want, you know. So, and it's available. That's all I'm saying to you. It's available. So, be try to be encouraged, a little optimistic. And if we can help you here in any way, if I can help you, and I can see, oh, if I could send them over there, I know it would help. Send you there, and I'll take you there by my hand, you know, to to help you. So, your heart is guarded. Okay, I understand that. Hmm? You're listening with your head and not letting just anything go in. Hmm? Fair enough. But keep listening. If I can arrest your intellect, freeze it so it's not getting in the way and I can 
make your heart start to beat, or if anybody can, then you know, I'm in the right place here. Hmm? And then you don't care whether the other people, groups say this or that, or whatever, you know, I'm getting Krishna consciousness, I know it, it feels good. Hmm? And if it feels good... Do it. That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's good enough for tonight. What is the time? Did you have a follow-up? It's, um, I don't know time. 7.52. 7 what? 7.52. Oh, we've gone pretty late tonight, so... All right. See, see, see. Man, Gaur, Man, Hapuki, Jai, Nitananda Pruki, Jai. See, Gauri Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki Jai. See, Bhakti Binod Paribar ki Jai. Gaur Bhakti Brindaki Jai. Gaur Premanandri.